Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons, this time with 100% less technical difficulties, probably. Who knows? Let's fucking find out. Uh, I have the distinct benefit of having my entire party with us this time, including uh, the formerly non-present, then again present, Necro. So, let's introduce everybody for the sake of the listeners. Uh, but before we do, did you guys know that uh, there's this really cool website called criticalwick.com that has the one-stop shop for all of your soy candle slash dungeoneering needs? They sell soy candles with fantastic, I almost said, I almost said flavors again, with fantastic <laughs> scents uh, that are all themed around Dungeons and Dragons, and all of them at the bottom of the, of the candle has a very high-quality metal dye. Criticalwork.com, buy their candles. Anyway, uh, so we have our fighter. Hey, this is Nick playing Nalos, the Triton fighter. Our bard. Hi, I'm Lauren. I'm playing Vala, the Asimar Bard. Our rogue. Hey, I'm Elise. I play Leonara, the Furbog Rogue. Fur, God, gosh darn it. Furbog Rogue. Such a tongue twister. Yeah, you asked for that. Uh, our warlock. Yo, it's your boy Necro, played by Cody. Our, uh, our druid. Hey, this is Clay playing Karak, the Erico Druid. Our Barbarian. Hey, this is Ku playing the heroic Yakfolk Barbarian, Pahokwe. And joining us is uh, a guest. Uh, would you go ahead and introduce yourself? Or not. He might be AFK. But it's uh, it's Austin playing uh, no one. But he's from the Coalition campaign and he wanted to listen in. So he's with us. Uh, he might chime in once or twice. Anyway... <clears throat> So, when we last left off... Oh, by the way, I didn't tell the adventurers this until this very moment. I lost all the audio data from last session, which was riddled with technical difficulties. So... I need to catch up the party slash the listeners on what we did last week, because we don't have that footage. And by footage, I mean audio anymore. All we did last week was the party ventured into the Felwind Woods where they saw a couple of uh, displays of Prince Felwyn's magical prowess by him being able to open a path through the woods, him calling a, essentially a, a cab of a carriage that brought them to this little village where they're going to stop for the night because the, I believe I said they were rams that pulled the carriage? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the rams that pulled the carriage needed to rest for the night. So you all had, I believe, just made it into the tavern when we called it quits for the night. Is that does that sound right to you all? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd yeah. spoken to some it nice does. elven girl in Aquan for a moment. If I could summarize our time in the tavern, it would be like this. If that had any uh, audio, if that made it, it did, that, it did. Uh, we, we we picked up you cracking open a cold one. Yep, there it is. Okay, good. <laughs> all right, so. You all are in the common area of a high elf tavern. I believe most of you have been offered some manner of alcohol and have been subsequently served said alcohol. Uh, have you guys gotten a room for the night? I don't recall. Uh, hey, one girl was wrong. planning to go and get us one. Who was? One of the two I girls that right. was greeting us at the door. Yeah. Why does it got to be girls, man? Cause that's what he said. <laughs> cause they, cause they were. You ain't wrong, Elise, but they were. 
<laughs> I'm going to stop you there for a second. Are you going to try and high road me in not being completely open to both like any kind of gender holding any kind of position in my world? Because I think I've been incredibly fair. A bunch of us are fucking birds. <laughs> and a yak. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Although I don't think yak's a gender. Yaks have women? <laughs> Future is not gender, it's a race. You're right. Listen, Yorkton has they a... Uh... Have women or they are women? Why not? Oh. There, there, are wi- there are women. Yak folk. We don't all look okay. like me. Our party, like... Just the vast vastness of our party is just so just so vast. We kill lizard pirates, cold blood, but then we also talk about the social justice issues of our world. Insane. Hey, I take that shit seriously in my world building. I won't fucking tolerate people being like, I don't think that there's good representation. Horseshit. <laughs> Yorkton had a uh, a lady blacksmith. Yeah. Tolkien, step it up. Anyway, so. Uh, what are you guys doing? Like, I don't want to just keep like telling you what the storybook says next. So, from what I remember, yeah, we're getting we're getting some rooms. I want to uh, play but... liar's dice with somebody and win some money because I'm yeah. poor. I know Pahokwe was already at the bar, drinking some drinks, and I'm totally yeah. joining him on them drinks because we boys. Yeah, we're uh, sitting at the bar. We were just given some wine by the bartender. That's right. And uh, I was wanting to know what role, if my notes are correct, uh, what role I had to make to kind of, like, see if there was any, like, weird body language about us being around. I think the way I displayed it before in the village was you guys are kind of uh, odd to be seen, Mm -hmm. but all eyes are really on Prince Felwyn having returned, so... It's like, hey, is that a Triton? Oh my god, it's Prince Felwind. Yeah, that's what I meant was like, what are are people scared looking? Or are they like, oh my god, it's the prince. Okay, uh, why don't you go ahead action. and give me a... Um... Alright. Give me like a it's charisma. A... Insight, yeah, there you go. Insight? Okay. Ooh, I rolled a one. I know nothing. I've literally lost my pen three times in the last five minutes. Uh, okay, Adobe has that. Uh, sex. <laughs> uh, you're you're taking it as awe. the The people seem to be in relative awe that their prince has returned. Kind of like how you wish to be greeted when you go back to your tribe. Just like people are like yeah. stopping okay. in the streets and witnessing and. It's hard to okay. hard to glean more than that out of it. You guys are a spectacle, but you're not the best thing for show. What was that? You froze. Oh, you guys are a spectacle. Like you guys have been everywhere you've been up to this point, but you're also coming into this village with previously exiled royalty that is immediately recognized. So it's like, hey, that's that's a giant crab. Oh my god, is that the prince? Mm-hmm. Nice. Exactly the entrance we wanted. Alright, so you guys just gonna go about your business then? No, I wanna play Liar's Dice. I and understand that. With somebody. 
All right, go ahead. Do it. Give me an unmodified uh, charisma check. Mm-mm-mm. That was not good. Six. Okay, you f- find someone playing dice, and they look kind of seedy, and you get the distinct impression that they're looking to take your money. Um, but they are the only person that's willing to play dice with you. I play dice with them. All right. Go ahead and give me a, a game of dice check. How do you have proficiency in dice? Yeah. Roll the die and then add your proficiency. I believe it's also charisma. Nineteen. You lose. No. It costs you three coin to play. It costs you um, one gold to play. The guy offers you another round. This time he says he'll only play you again, however, if if you play for five gold. And if you win... I'm sorry? Oh, I was going to say five gold. That's boring. I'll play ten gold. He cracks a wicked smile and nods in agreement and says, I'll tell you what, if you beat me... Not only will I give you the ten gold that you're asking for for the bargain, but I'll tell you something more. What do you say? I nod firmly. Okay. The dice are thrown. What do you have? Uh... <laughs> 22. All right. You best him, but just barely. Uh, it was a It was a close game. You feel like that really could have gone either way. So he begrudgingly hands you a positive out, like you walk away positive nine coins, and he, as he hands you the, the the sort of platinum he puts in your palm, he grabs you by the hand and pulls you close and leans into your ear and whispers in Elven. It's been a long time since these woods have seen one of your kind. I'm sure it's rather poisonous where you're from, and let's go, and walks away. Oh. Ah, ah, um, okay. Make a perception check. Okay. 14. So he says that to you, stands up and turns to walk away, and you're sort of like, you like stop and like think, and then it kind of like strikes you, and you... find yourself having frozen for just a beat. But as you look up to go and inquire further as to where he might have gone and so you could ask more questions, he's disappeared. Maybe he turned a corner, maybe something else, but he has vanished from your view. I don't like him. He knows things. I want to know things. Uh, it's um, a good... <clears throat> Oh, I was just going to ask if I could uh, still see the uh, elf girl that spoke in Aquin earlier. Uh, was that the girl that you, that said she'd get a room for you, or was that the girl that was inquiring as to your beverage orders? That's a good question, and I don't think my notes have that specifically. That's fine. We'll go with that she was the person getting you a room, because you do, because she's walking up to you. Okay. She, uh, you notice. I, I assume she has something that's first. 
she, yeah, she 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 hands you a wooden card with a key attached to it, and mm-hmm. she performs a cur- like a curtsy that seems really foreign to you, and then immediately incredibly familiar. She performs a sort of traditional uh, Triton uh, bow that ser- a servant would have used to you back in your home empire. And after she performs uh, the simple gesture, she sort of smiles a little nervously and goes, did I get that right? You did wonderfully. Uh, I'm going to say that in Aquin, by the way. She seems to smile it's... like almost as if she was understood correctly in, while speaking another language to a foreigner. Uh, so a little gleeful. And she says, uh, continues in, in Aquin. So this is the key for your room. It should have plenty of space for your... Uh, compatriots uh the i believe the prince has already found refuge in another building he never tells us anything uh could could you tell me what building he went to uh i'm afraid i have been asked to not all right well um I see that it's it's busy around here, but if you had time, I would like to ask more about your your kingdom. If you get a chance to step away from your work, she she sort of uh, nods and says, "Well, after dinner is served, I am pretty duty free. So, if you would fancy, I could come to your room." Sure. And uh, she sort of uh, does the similar sort of little servanty curtsy again and sort of uh, goes on her merry way. So anyone else doing anything of interest other than Necro and Pahokwi drinking notably at the bar, which you guys have been given a tall bottle of red wine that said that's on the house. Oh yeah. Um, Do we want to dance on the bar? Uh, I'm not going to dance on the bar, but I am going to raise my cup and toast your uh, freedom again. Ah, thank you. Wait, who's dancing on the bar? I was saying, could I make a request to my bard to play a song for me to dance on the bar? Absolutely going to play a wonderful jig so we can get up and dance on the bar. Sounds like great fun. Go ahead and give me a performance check, both of you. Uh, Is that a d20? Yep. And then if you don't have any... <laughs> shit. Uh well it's a solid three for me, sir. <laughs> I got a twelve. Uh, you also add your do, do you have a proficiency in performance? Cody. Cody. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, can you say that one more time? You broke up a little bit. Oh, sorry. Uh, I wasn't talking into my mic. I'm doing something with my hands. Uh, no, I understand. Uh, did you? Do you have proficiency in performance? No, but I do have points in charisma. All right, and that. So your total but, is still three. Uh, do I count my charisma points into that performance? Yeah. So it's yes. a D twenty roll. Okay. Plus- Right, and then I don't have any proficiency in performance. So yeah, just the die roll and your plus charisma. Two in charisma. 
word, so it'd be five. So okay. it'd still be. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Not that great. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and uh, Lauren, your performance was a twelve in total. Mm-hmm. All right. So you perf- you perform a very pleasant song. It probably doesn't resonate with the high elven uh, people so much. Maybe you just haven't read the room well. But you play it well. Uh, it's not like you snap a string or anything midway or, you know, get the voice wrong. Uh, and overall, people seem to either ignore the display that's going on or seem overall just like, oh, that's pleasant, but we didn't ask for it, <laughs> uh, is kind of how the room feels. Although Necro, who gets onto the bar and begins to dance uh, a proper jig, uh, seems to be having so much dang fun but uh, but he's the only person that thinks so. In fact, some of the party members might be like, "Oh, we gotta we gotta get him to bed soon." I uh, <laughs> I reach up onto the bar that he's in front of me at and pull him down with a hand into his stool. I tip him two coins for a job well done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bow. I bow. I bow to those who give me coins. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, that happens. Um, I, I assume that. Let's see. Uh, who? Karak, have you done anything since you've entered the tavern? No. No, I haven't. Um. So the the prince is gone. He's somewhere else. Right. Uh. So I kind of want to like eavesdrop on the other patrons to see what they think about the uh, uh, about him, but uh, I don't speak Elvish, <laughs> so so I don't I don't suppose there's anything I can really do about that. <laughs> ooh ooh ooh! Okay, I I do I have an idea. Do we have a bedroom yet? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. um, I want to go up to the room, and then. Use my disguised self as a furbolg ability to make myself look like a high elf, so I'll blend in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to go downstairs and and do the eavesdropping that that Kyrak wanted to do. Yeah. Hell yeah, Echo. Uh, and how long does that disguised self last? One hour. Okay. All right. So you come down looking a notably more high elf version of yourself. Uh. And you, I mean, give me, uh, I guess, perception check or, or actually an insight check. Eleven. So you begin to pick up on something really juicy, but it takes a little bit of time during that, which uh, most of the rest of the party have been partying, drinking wine or Otherwise, schmoozing, I, I assume, or whatever, just to pass the time. But you hear, and I can't believe he would think it would be acceptable for him to come back. Either he or, or the new king, Chet, will be put to sword, I think. But uh, as you hear that, and you sort of like can't really help yourself, you're not a spy. You sort of turn your attention to where that came from, and... Uh, it's at that point that the two high elves that were sitting at a table talking about that notice you notice them. They stand up 
and look like they're going to draw swords. Ugh. Ugh. Um, okay. Boy. I'm giving you an opportunity to do something about that before it just goes how it's going to go. Um, I want to kind of put, put my hands up and say, and I'll then, you know, I, I'm sorry to put my ears where, where they are not wanted. Um, I'll, you know, let me go and I'll be on my way. No, uh, the, the two of them walk up to you. They haven't drawn their weapons and I'm sure the rest of the party has noticed this at this point. But they step close to you, and uh, they seem like they might be drunks at first. But upon them being much closer to you, you can tell that they're probably more of an act to look that drunk than they really are. And one of them leans in and doesn't, like, whisper into your ear or anything. But, <laughs> but does, like, lean in so it's just you and them in the conversation and says... You're still wearing the same clothes you went upstairs in, Furabog. Keep your ears to yourself and follow us to spare your life. And the two of them turned and walked towards the back door of the common room. I follow them and kick myself mentally for not getting changed while I was upstairs. Do we see her yeah. with them? Yeah, you, you, you see that entire exchange. You don't hear it probably unless you want to give me a perception check. Um, and do they I'm gonna follow. Yeah, I'm with Pokwe. Also, if I see you exchange, I want to follow as well. Okay. I mean, you're wearing the same clothes. <laughs> God damn it! That's my I'm sure this is all fine. That is my favorite thing to hit fucking D and D players with when they're like, mm. I know it, and I know you, and I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what were you trying to say while they were all saying they were gonna follow you? Nara? Um, I was asking if they knew it was me. Uh, and then we had a joke about it. Okay, sure. Um, Alright, so yeah, does does everyone follow or just Pahokwe and Necro? Well, also my Central Raven and Darkness, too. Well, I honestly, until you tell me otherwise, I presume that they're on one shoulder and the other. They make me feel so badass. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stay in the, the common area. Okay. I assume yeah. all of this is going fine. Yeah. I'm going to start um, playing for the bar. Okay. Thanks, guys. Awesome. The, the barkeep offers you a silver an hour or a drink an hour, however you want to take your pay. So a silver an hour and what? Or a drink an hour. <laughs> I'll take the silver. All right. See if I can get some drink spot for me. <laughs> okay, so go ahead and give me a performance. Vala? I got a 25. Okay, so uh, you make a gesture like you've been, like you're, you, what do you, I forgot, what's your instrument? Do you play a string instrument? Yeah, it's like a small loot thing, ukulele okay. travel thing. Gotcha. Um, so you you sort of mock mockingly like retighten your strings like maybe that was that was why you didn't play a good song before. It was it was the it was the hardware. Uh 
but after a quick like fiddling with your good uh, your instrument, you sort of, <clears throat> and you see there's like a little place to perform in the room, and uh, find yourself on a relatively comfy stool, and begin to play. And I don't know, do you speak Elven? Mm-mm. You don't. So you, despite not speaking Elven, you do know a couple Elven tunes, and you begin to sing in in, in Elven. And the first sort of chord or two just seems to like peak interest. But by halfway through the first song, most of the bars uh, people have stopped their conversations and are giving you full attention, at least for one or two songs and seem to be uh, smiles all around. During that time, uh, Nala, uh, Nara and Pahokwi and Necro are walking towards the back. One of the two high elves stops and lets uh, Nara and the first of the two high elves leave the back door. And he stops to look at Pahokwi and Necro and and says in common, what are you doing back here? I keep my voice low and uh, lean into him and go, we both know you're taking our friend. And if this is about what more information about our, I used finger quotes, friend came into town with us today, I want to know more. Uh, give me an, an intimidation check. Oh, certainly. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, that is a 22. All right. So the guy kind of like looks over your shoulder kind of, and, uh, visibly licks his lips for a moment and goes, yeah, all right, come in and opens the door and shows that it's not the back door leading out of the building. It just leads to a back room. Awesome. Finally getting some answers. Uh, so you two, I assume, walk in. Yeah. And the door is closed. I walk in. The door is closed behind you, and that second elf does not follow you. However, you see Leonara sitting at a small circular table with a couple of high elf bodyguard, almost thug-like looking people, uh, sort of mm-hmm. scattered around the perimeter of the room, staying just out of the candlelight. Uh, but at that small table other than Leonara is a single other high elf who has a vertical scar uh, that sort of like starts between his eyebrows and cuts down to his cheekbone or uh, yeah. And what race is he? Uh, He's a high elf. Okay. Uh, I forget. What are your guys' backgrounds? The three of you. I am Uh, a uh, Outlander. Outlander and beating the shit out of your microphone. Got it. I'm sorry, was that me? Yeah. Uh, Necro, what's your background? Necro. Cody? He's dead, Jim. Oh, there he is. Oh, there's a second Cody. Yeah, sorry. the 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 sound was just like going really badly in and out for me for a second. How do we sound now to you? 
it like it just keeps uh, freezing and going on and off. But I think it may be on my end because you and Koo both were on the same level, but just both going in and out. So I'm not too sure what was going on. But we're coming in okay now, or yeah, you guys sound fine now. Okay. Okay. Cool. So you got I don't know how much. So that's why. I pretty much missed all of it. I'm sorry. Like it that's was fine. just, just I, I thought I'll... it might have been just like something. You're you're fine. So I'm gonna just catch you up real quick. Yeah. So if you can reiterate, thank you. So you guys, Danke. you you followed them into the back room, but were right. stopped by a bodyguard at the door. Pahokwi intimidated the shit out of the high elf, so he let you let you two in. You two walk into a small fifteen by fifteen ish room, uh, with the only illumination being a couple like a like a candelabra. A small candelabra on a, a small circular table for which Leonara is sitting at one side of and the other side of, of which is a high elf with a vertical scar that starts between his eyebrows and goes to his cheekbone. And uh, you notice immediately that there are th- there is a couple unsure exactly a number, but there is more than a few uh, other high elves standing just outside the candlelight around the perimeter of the room. And uh, uh, one one sec, Austin, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. Uh, okay, so that's you. Uh, cool. Oh. Not just a guest. You betrayed us. Haha! <laughs> <laughs> I was a spy the whole time. So you thought you were the spy. <laughs> so uh, anyway, the the other character with a camera behind his shoulder, so you know he's another protagonist sits there. Uh, it's the high elf with the scar. You um, And Necro, what's your background? Uh, sage. Okay. So, none of you probably pick up on what I was going to point out, so I'm not going to point it out. Damn. Uh, okay, what if, so, I, what if I crap a, another cold one? <laughs> that's not going to make you have a different background, now is it? <laughs> Uh, all right, so for, for your perspective, uh, Austin, you have been mm-hmm. – you you knew that this group had entered the forest when it did. You know who this group entered the forest with, and you know that that person is staying at one of the other re- – one of the residences of one of the local nobles in this town. You know where – you know that you could get into that building if you need to, and uh, – there are, you know, none of the rest of the party knows that you have six of your personal bodyguards in this room and know that only four of them are visible to the naked eye. Hmm. And you have been telling your allies to keep an ear to the ground if this party comes through and to bring them back here to talk to you because you want to know which side of the crown they're on and if, and therefore if they're enemies or not to you. So that's your character motivation right now. Sweet. Sweet. So I'll pass the floor on to you. Yeah. Um, so this elf with a scar on his face is um, dining at this table with a sheaf of paperwork next to him in his offhand. Um, he hunches sort of... He, he wears bright armor and, and has sort of the handsome elf features that you would expect, but it's ruined by his terrible posture. He's just, like, uh, cowling over his, his meal. 
as you look up, he, as you come in, he looks up and says, ah, the interlopers, please come and sit at my table. A pair of extra chairs appear from the shadows. I, uh, march my heavy yak ass over and take a seat in one of the chairs given. And I look at this man and look him up and down and say, this feels like I'm finally going to get a straight answer. Well, we shall see about that. Actually, I was interested in answers from you. Perhaps we can help I, each other out then. I follow Pohokwe's manner of walking up to one of the chairs that appear. Instead of sitting down in it, I just kick it over, and I sit there, and I just cross my arms and look at this elf with a scar on his face and oh, don't say anything. By the way, I should, make it, I should make it a little clear to what exactly you're looking at, Thatch. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what these characters look like, but... Uh, the first one that came in was a high elf um, with with a very odd, rugged uh, clothing set. Um, probably a tracker, maybe. Uh, the yak folk, uh, who looks exactly what you've, what you've seen in all of your literature. Large, framed, strong, undeniably. Favors a huge weapon, the likes of which stands nearly your entire length. Uh, and... With the same ferocity and about a third of the mass is a small Kenku. Uh, upon each of his shoulders rests a, a raven or a crow of some sort. One seems to be incorporeal, while the other one seems to just be angry. And me. Don't forget me. I told you. I said you first, high elf. I'm not a high elf. I'm a furball. Oh, god damn it. I look like a high elf. Okay. Yep. Um... Well, yes. Um, first, I should uh, make something clear. I was not aware that you had a high elf in your ranks. And he looks at... Um, Leonara. Leonara, thank you. To be um, honest, uh, until I saw you taking somebody wearing our Furbolg's clothes back here, neither did I. Yeah, alright. I'll, I'll drop the disguise and go back to my Furbolg self and just kind of shrug and say, I thought this would help me. Um, best get the answers. I see. Well. I would like to know why you come to my city. Uh, this is my city, you see. I am responsible for... Uh, many of the daily activities and the successful smooth running of many of the mechanisms that underpin the operations. Now, you have brought a banished prince to our lands, and I would like to know why. We've traveled with him for a time, and... The more information we seem to try to seek about the situation, the more confusing it seems to become. Sides seem to be modeled, grayed, and honestly, at this point, we're one good answer away from picking what would be the right side. 
the right side. Hmm. Yes, whatever side fights for the good of the people under you, of course. I fight for the good of the people under me. They may not know it, but this is about order, you see. Starting a revolution is not good for the people under me. And that seems to be what at least the prince's intentions are. Hmm. Then it's quite possible we're on the same side. I see. Now, we've been to a town called Yorkton, got a few answers out of their mayor, but not enough to truly satisfy. Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thatch, or sorry, Austin. Yes. You yes. would be familiar with Yorkton? Okay. Uh, you probably perceive them as like a very hollow PR move to the rest of the world outside of Felwyn Forest, mm-hmm. because the whole thing is that the city of Felwyn or the kingdom of Felwyn sort of feeds Yorkton supplies every now and then for mm-hmm. a penance of a tribute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but you're like it makes us look good to take care of them. But you're probably not the biggest fan that you send them like food and iron and you know tools. Regularly. Right. Right. Sorry, go on. Uh, the mayor of Yorkton. And what did he have to say? He looks sort of uncaring. Did that get missed? I don't know. Um, I was muted when I answered there for a second. Sorry. Sorry. Um, he mostly just set, talked about being careful with our dealings in the forest and how your people supply him. However, he was he would only talk in hushed tones about the prince and give us the names of the rule, current rulers um, and previous rulers. But then we've also had dealings with your current ruler, Chet, who has been not as forthcoming as anybody else has. You have spoken with Chet. Yes. and Uh, We are actually from the Adventurers Guild. We were originally hired by him, but we came across the prince, cursed as a cat, uh, under the watch of bog hags that tried to honestly... And did kill us, and did come very close to killing our bard. His aunts, I believe, uh, he said they were. You would know of these women. I see. So yes. tell me, what, what was Chet's instructions to you, I, if he had them? He gave us contracts to sign and sent us on our way to the capital, I assume. He told us to meet us, meet him at his manor. However, two of our party, including myself, broke our contracts and were subsequently cursed by his damned uh, demonic maids. You... I'm going to pull out my contract and show it to... The person, um, show it, show it to Thatch or Austin. Okay. Say, I will let you see this 
if you promise me that whatever hold on you know, harm comes from from me breaking it you you will fix hold on you said you showed it to him already did you mean that well, i mean i just want to like it's a it's a scroll so i want to like pull it out and be like look at this unrolled scroll in my hands well if, if you do that then there's okay so yeah you show him the scroll and mm -hmm. this voids the contract so, you are going to get penalized for that. Before, so, oh, okay. Sorry, I I tried to make sure that you're talking about like just like showing that you have it, but you like explicitly said. Well, that, I, I, no, I, I want to show just show them that I, I have it. Like, how else can I show them that I have it beyond being like, here is this, un, here here's this rolled up thing that I have. Okay, but you said rolled up that time, and that's what I was looking for. But before you said exp like you said that you showed it to him unfolded. No, I, I, I'm sorry. I tried to say, like, scrolled up or rolled up in a... Um, you can't see my hand motions, damn it. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> to, to, okay. to me, you made it sound like you held it up like that. Oh, okay. No. Um, but that, that's fair. I wasn't making myself clear enough. I'll, I'll take the penalty. Okay. Um, so, um, good. I, I was just going to say, weren't the scrolls, like... They look like a mirror when we open them. Like, there's no actual words there. Correct. Okay. I don't know if that changes the situation at all. I was just, from what I recall, like, there's nothing actually on the scroll that shows anything. To you. Ow. Up. Oh. All right. Remember, <laughs> magic bullshit contracts are complicated. Yeah. Uh, so I got to check and see what I wrote down for the penalty for Leonora. Oh, okay. Um,. Nothing happens. But, but, but the, the, the parchment of the contract burns with a green flame in your hand. Uh, take a, one point of fire damage as it singes your, your fingers. Uh, oh, no. Thatch, you were going to immediately recognize this magic. Uh, yeah. Magic contracts is something that is kind of a... Almost, I wouldn't say like tradition in Felwind, but it's how important things are kept important and secret. So you've uh, seen this kind of magic before. You know it's completely within Chet's pool of influence to use these sorts of things. And you also mm -hmm. are completely familiar with the tiefling, uh, the d the demon maids that the Yak was probably talking about. Mm. It is a you know, I mean, I can't say this without spoiling it to the party, so I'm just going to say it, and you guys have to do your best to not know. Um, it is a it is a set of four tiefling sisters that are all twins. They're all completely identical. Triplets. Mm. Quad. Quadruplets. Yeah. Quadruplets. Quadruplets. That's the word I couldn't find for some reason. Yeah. And he uses the fact they all look incredibly similar and know how to act like each other. Uh, perfectly to accomplish goals of sub goals of subterfuge. Mm. Well, the elf uh, at seeing you whip out a contract and have it engulf in flame, he rubs his temples and slaps the table and leans back and says, "So you admit to speaking with Chet and invalidating the contracts of our emperor." Emperor, king? Is he an emperor or a king? Uh, I believe they just... I think he kind of refers to himself as just as... Uh, 
Oh man, I haven't thought of this. Um, Steward. I don't know. He told us a little while ago that you know he's trying to make it a democracy. That's true. Uh, so go ahead and call him Prime Advisor, as his proper title. Prime Advisor, our leader. Well, I don't understand how I'm supposed to trust anything. Listen. The entire way that we've been here, we've all had this feeling that that prince is playing us, but have been unsure, and all we have looked for is a clear answer from somebody who lives in this kingdom trying to do the right damn thing. Speak for yourself, I have been sure about this prince. He's a cat ass. Yes. Well, I cannot speak as to the the moral character, fiber, whatever, of, of the prince. He is not my responsibility. I've never even met the fellow. He's, when he was in power, he was a bit above me. Uh, if you're looking for answers as to whether to trust a man, I cannot give them. But I can tell you that I don't want him here. If he's to remain in this city, he's going to be under arrest. Oh. Shit. I mean, I don't get what you should care. Sorry, what was that? You don't I... get what? Why we should, like, if he gets ar arrested, if he's here, I mean, well, we might have to break him out, his ass out of jail. Then why? I'm not. Why I don't know. Can I make a bold move real quick to follow um, Elise's moves? Just because I'm at a point now with my own scroll that I just want to take my scroll out that from Chad, but just throw it on the table and be just like I'm fed up with it. Uh. uh, uh out. Unfolded. Um. No, it's like yeah, unfold it. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw it out and like when I as soon as I throw it and hits the table and unfolds itself. Okay. All right. Wait, hasn't haven't you already voided your scroll though? No, I was I was uh I wasn't there for that uh, moment okay. in the campaign. <clears throat> I heard though. It, I heard the I heard it and it was some good juicy stuff. <laughs> What? And, like, if I was there about the campaign, everyone else, like, Pahokwe and Nala's doing it, and I totally, if I was thinking about it later, I was like, I probably would have followed suit. <laughs> well, here's your Just because, like, yeah, because it's now it's, like, the expectations of it, and it's like, I don't know, man. Like, ah, fuck it. Done. <laughs> so I'm going to throw my scroll on the table, and as soon as it hits the table, it unfolds, so it makes it null and void. Alright, uh, so as you do that, the scroll also sort of unfurls and, and burns up in green fire. Uh, this would probably lead to, like, a facepalm moment for you, Austin. Yeah. Like, these guys are fucking yeah. idiots. They are willingly exposing them themselves to the repercussions of breaking these notably powerful contracts. Mm -hmm. You're not directly seeing the effects of the, of the curses that happen to them, so you know that it's probably really... F unfortunate for them and you probably pity them just a little bit but also yeah. like 
these guys are dumb to you. Like, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm also face palming because I know what the repercussions of this is at this point, personally. Um, so I'm pissed, man. Now I'm rubbing, I'm like furrowing my brow and rubbing the bridge of my nose in frustration. Oh, and uh, I just, sorry, go ahead. I'm paranoid because I am expecting something to happen to me. I, I look over at the elf man and I'm just like, we're, we're on your side. The easy answer. It's, it's done now. I'm well, done with this prince. That is very easy for you to say, but it must be verified. How can we... Well, there's one way. Um, if I have to punch him to death, I will do it right now. Ooh, ooh, let me help. Oh, by the way, Necro, so when that happened to the contract, you feel... You know how, like, oh. if you, like, if you wear socks and, like they bunch up above your ankles around like the lower part of your leg. Like how sometimes like, you can just feel like the ever so gentlest circular pressure around that part of your leg. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You now have that, that sensation and it does not go away. Well, that's weird. <laughs> Man, that's so much worse than not being able to breathe underwater. Oh, <laughs> oh be patient. <laughs> Necro is going to get a gift where he can fly, but he's bad at it. Um, What's up? The elf uh, stands up. He rises from his chair. He, He keeps that sort of unsightly hunch in his back. His shoulders are very far forward. And he, um, he strides over to behind. What's the yak folk's name again? Bahokwe. Bahokwe. Yeah. He, he walks over to Bahokwe and says, "Would it be all right if I uh, let my hands upon your head?" Do what you must. Uh, I've had worse done to me. <laughs> he he puts his hand upon your skull and there's no sense of like magic here. He's just like feeling for certain points, certain objects. Like he's, he's making note of where uh, the geography of, of your skull is. And, and, and he steps back and he says, Hmm, I have theories. You see, I think that one can tell the moral character, the trustworthiness of an individual from the, placement of certain uh, features upon the skull. God damn it. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I can't believe you just did that to me. What? Fuck you. John (laughs) Cena! Unfortunately, you are not... Your features do not lend themselves to trustworthiness. I would say that you were an insane criminal based upon the shape of your head and your features but then again my art is applied mostly to elves and the elven folk so it could just be that your entire species is you know one of insane criminals it would certainly fit what i know of you and i stand up down immediately how dare you speak so of my people i i nearly 
I merely apply my science. Sir. You merely apply bullshit. <laughs> you would know. <laughs> Forgive me. Oh, I'm sorry, tiny elf man. <laughs> Excuse me for thinking I came to the right side tonight. Perhaps Listen. my glaive will fit better on your head than your hands did on mine. You would be fool to try such a thing, but... Apparently I am such a fool according to your tiny hands. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> Perhaps my reading was correct. You anger so easily. That is, that is concise. Con con word, word. Uh, consistent with my reading. I suppose we did come to the wrong place here tonight, and I take up my glaive and turn around to leave. Well, did before I ever... you go, you should know that I will be arresting the prince if he stays within my borders. Have him. Fair enough. I don't care what the rest of you do. Did I ever sit down in my chair, or was I always standing and I kicked it over? You were always standing. So I'm going to kick over Pahokwi's chair... And then leave with him. Leonara? Uh, yep, leaving with him. Also, as we're leaving, I'm going to make the sound as our patron saint, John Cena, and go... Like, as we leave the room, and like it's distantly heard into as the door closes, but you still hear a little bit of a... And that's it. Okay, you sure? <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh, so let's go to the rest of the party during that time. So you all see a, a section of your group go into this back room. Uh, Vala is playing quite well and has received five golds in tip. And uh, Nalos and Karak, what are you guys doing? Typing notes of what just happened. Give me a moment. <laughs> Why? You weren't there. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Uh, I'm I'm probably just looking around at all the the strange things within this building since I've I've never been to. Anywhere as extravagant as this. Until it's appropriate for me to just like go upstairs after dinner. Yeah, that'll ha that'll have happened already. Oh, okay. Well, then, crack. Do you have anything else that you're doing down here? No. Listening, drinking, and not worrying about where everyone went. They they got their own lives. <laughs> Thanks. All right. All right. Good. Guess I'm going upstairs to talk to my elf friend. All right. So, Nalos, you go up to the room, uh, and a few moments later, there is a gentle knock upon the door. All right. I'll go ahead and open the door. And standing there is the same high elf woman. Well, hi. Um, I'm assuming we're going to be talking in Aquan for most of this, because that's 
as far as I can tell, the only language that we share. She sa so says an equally uh, imperfect common to her Aquan says, I also speak common if you prefer. Let's stick with Aquan. I don't want everyone to be understanding. She, she nods and asks if she can come in. Of course. All right. Uh, so, uh, I assume you close the door. Yeah. Behind her. So she. So so anyway. So the room that you're in is definitely vast enough for your entire party to stay the night. It has six beds, um, mm -hmm. each with you know, there are singles, but uh, they seem quite comfy. And uh, there is a small. I, I wouldn't say small. A, a, maybe four foot wide circular table in the middle of the room with six chairs to it. Mm -hmm. okay. And she asks, so what did you care to talk about? I am hoping since you can speak to me in a language that I'm more comfortable with, uh, that we could talk about what goes on in this kingdom. We've been given nothing but confusing answers lately, and you you seem like an honest, good person. Uh, she sort of gives you a coy look and goes, I mean, do you wish to just know as a visitor to the kingdom? Uh, are you a chronicler of some sort, or what exactly do you mean? Who? I know that you've been traveling with the prince, but that's all I know. We would like to help your kingdom be what it needs to be. And we don't know if that means that you all need the prince or if you all need Chet. Both of them have told us that we should keep them in power and neither or anyone else really has given us a reason why one should be instead of the other. And she sort of seems to chew on this for a moment and then understands what you're asking and um, offers to pour wine for the two of you before she answers. She is a little nervous talking about really heavy things like the politics of the kingdom uh, without a, without at least a drink in her. Sure. Uh, she pours you both a cup of wine and uh, offers you from her offers you one of the cups and you know takes a sip from hers before going to sit down. Uh, okay, so she begins to talk, and t she tells you that the kingdom is in a quite good place right now. She doesn't know if she can answer the question that you're really asking, who would be better, because she lives in a part of the kingdom that has always done kind of well. Uh, under the, the previous king's rule, they did well. Uh, under Chet, they, they, they do well at, indeed. She isn't a politician. She's not a prince or a princess. She doesn't... Uh, she's not of the royal families, so she doesn't concern herself with things outside of this town, really. But mm. she knows that both of them mean to do best by the kingdom, but she does note that Chet seems to be more, a, more in concern for the well-being of all, whereas the former king seems to be more of a traditionalist when it comes to taking care of all both, mm. both effective, but she's unsure if there is a correct answer in that. 
Um, and it's at about this time that you're going to be making a constitution save with disadvantage. Neat. Uh, neither. Well, that's an eight. All right. Uh, so she keeps talking, and you see her smile go from sort of coy and, and, and unsure of herself to uh, wide and assured as you sort of begin to hear her get real slow and inconsistent, and then you f- slam your face into the table and fall asleep. Perfect. Um, I will give you the benefit of the doubt that you gave a copy of the key to... Uh, uh, Vala. Okay. Good call. Or Karak, whichever one you would have preferred. I'll say Karak. He hasn't gotten to actually do anything yet today. But, uh, but yeah, no, she, she poisons you, obviously, uh, and you fall unconscious. Neat. Obviously. <laughs> it's a good thing Hashtag. I have this nifty wand that could have told me that, but I wouldn't have bothered to use. Hashtag get fucked. Uh, all right, so that happens. So uh, Karax and Lee, uh, and Vala, you guys have seen your party go in all kind of directions. Um, what what are you two doing? Um. Well, I'm still playing, but I think I would notice if, like, I look around the room and nobody I know is there. Right. So, like. If I look around this room, do I see any of my party members? You see Karak still. I mean, you would have seen the three members of your party go towards the back room. Mm-hmm. You would have seen Nalos go upstairs and the High Elf uh, server follow him. Uh, so you would have noticed all of those things because you have a pretty good viewing visage mm-hmm. uh, position in the room. Have but, I seen the High Elf uh, server come back down? No. No? Okay, well... I mean, I'm, I'm going to let them have their space because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> They're all chit-chatting in their own language. All right. Uh, so, uh, Karak, are you up to anything? By the way, um, you noticed, uh, Vala, that you have accumulated about five gold worth of tips. Cool. Uh, I haven't really been doing much. Uh, starting on the uh, uh, seconds. <laughs> more food. <laughs> yeah, more food, more wine. You're more in a food, pretty good spot. Wine. You're feeling good. Yep, this is exactly what I want. Of <laughs> <laughs> life. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, all right, so not too much time later, after Nalos has disappeared for a little bit of while, a little bit of while, a little while, uh, you see the three members of your party that had disappeared into the back room have reappeared. And Bahokui looks notably angry. Yes. He's quite angry. When he leaves, he actively slams the door as hard as he can. Are you attempting to break the door or just yes. slamming the door? Okay, give me a strength check. Or I guess in athletics, I don't know. Uh, do you want strength or athletics? Uh, just strength then. Okay. Uh, 18. All right, you break the door off its hinges, it and it lies there, slumped against its frame. And uh, I'm leaving the tavern. Okay. 
you all see Pahukwi leave the tavern. <laughs> so that would catch my interest. Um, I would finish up my song and then like follow after the three or just Pahokwe leaves. I don't know, but I want to find out what's Pahokwe going on. He just, is he just not broke a door. about who's following him right now. Pahokwe is leaving the tavern. <laughs> All right, so who follows Pahokwe other than just uh, Vara? Your boy Necra. Yeah, uh, I suppose uh, had had enough of a fill. I can... Uh... See what's I just, got uh, Pokey's feathers in a ruffle. I just see you like seeing him and go, "Oh shit!" And you like finish your fucking goblet it's of wine, like... And, like take a bite, and you're like, "All right, let's time to go." <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so everyone, uh, uh, Vala, do you join them as well? Or sorry, Nara. Nara. Oh, God damn it, I muted myself. Um, yeah, I storm out also. Okay, so the entire party, except for Nalos, has left the tavern chasing down Pahokwi, right? Yeah. Okay, you guys catch Pahokwi. Do you attempt to stop him or talk to him? Or, Pahokwi, do you notice or care? Uh, I look around, and I stop for a second, and I point back at the tavern and say, if you all wish to continue with this charade of elven bullshit politics... Please, be my guest. Perhaps Necro. somebody should see why Nalos is the only one not here right now. As Necro. for me, I'm going to go into the woods and hunt something. Necro approaches Behokwe, not trying to stop him, but just going up to him and just like, shh, 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 shh. it's okay, baby. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> I give him like, the eyes of a man who's yeah. about to barbarian rage. <laughs> And then I just give you a tight squeeze on your shoulders and look at you and give you a nod and just let you go. I know you need to you need to blow off some steam. And then I grunt and take out one of my javelins and go to leave the town to go hunting in the woods. Okay. Does so if the, those who have left, do any of us want to go back into the tavern to take on Nalos? Yeah, and while we are heading back there, I'm going to be like, what happened? Should I follow Pahokwe just to make sure he's okay? So he's got a boy on his back? Hmm. I mean, either way, I'm going to kill something in those woods. <laughs> so I'll, I'll follow Pahokwe because he's my boy and we bonded just to make sure he's okay. And then I'll look back at uh everyone else and just give a nod just like look at the tavern and then give a nod and be like hey and then just walk off and follow the hope way all right so does anyone catch the bard up to snuff and by that i mean nara do you tell the rest of the party what the fuck has transpired yeah absolutely they insulted my people man don't take kindly to that shit. Don't call my entire race fucking thieves and shit. I think he said criminals specifically. For what li- for what little that's worth, he did specifically say criminals, not thieves. It, it may have been psychotic murderers, actually. I'll, never mind. Don't worry about it. 
<laughs> All right, so a lot happened. Jesus. Two contracts down. My ankles are heavy. Palms are sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. Yep. <laughs> All right, so this is some... Pretty juicy gossip. Got to tell Nalos. Oh, sorry. We got to fucking also point out that uh, our guest brought in phrenology out of nowhere. And it's just going to make my high elves sound like a bunch of fucking Nazi scientist racists. Just this guy. guy. Just this one you know, guy. I like, I like Hellboy. <laughs> I like Hellboy. Him. Hashtag Hellboy. Yeah, Listen, has- you wanted a morally ambiguous campaign. No, I mean, I get you. I'm not faulting you oh, whatsoever, no. but this is something I'm going to have to, like, world-buildingly deal with down the road, so I just have to, like, figure that out. Yeah. I Dang thought it was hilarious, oh. and I enjoyed the roleplay. So did I. So did I. I'm not trying to shit talk at all, but... God yeah, hashtag good shit. Yeah, hashtag shit. <laughs> but low-key, hashtag eat shit batch. <laughs> all right, so... I love you. The three of you go back into the bar... And uh, what do you do? Bean. Uh, go find Nalus. Okay. So uh, you guys go up to your room, to which uh, Karak, you have the key for. Mm-hmm. And- I'm going to, like, knock knock first because, like, I, I don't know what's going on. Some, so, some random lady... Whatevs. All right, so <clears throat> Nalos, you are awoken to the gentle uh, knocking at the door, and as you realize that you were poisoned and knocked unconscious, you also now realize that you're chained up. Huh? Ooh. <laughs> in uh, in what easily could be construed as a sexy situation. Consider it, considering your moderate state of undress and the fact that you're let leashed to all four of the uh, posts of the bed. However, what is huh. definitely not sexy about this situation is the fact that that high elf woman is sitting on your chest and has a dagger pointed to your throat and with her other hand gives you like a little whisper signal to like don't make a, make a sound. And so she sort of faking panting goes yes so you the the party at the door just hears that uh, <laughs> it's better than her pooping on your chest so i'm i mean i'm gonna look at my companions and be like i i know do, do we storm in what do we do <laughs> do we interrupt Okay, on any occasion ever on our trips, have our party ever talked about safe words? Like, do I know if Nalos has a safe word? Like, if I say the word strawberry split, will he blink twice to to show me that he needs help? You all are still outside the door. I was going to say, even if you (laughs) did, like, what would him blinking twice do for you? Know that he needs to be rescued. You can't fucking see him. (laughs) 
I mean, maybe if he said something really out of place, like, <laughs> no, no, guys, everything is strawberry shortcakes. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. really weird. He hates strawberry shortcakes. <laughs> Can we make that a thing now? Uh, I mean, that's up to you guys next time you're all in one place and, you know, traveling somewhere. We'll talk about it. That's definitely going to be our code word now. <laughs> I'm going to make we're it. We're all together. We'll hey, talk about it. I have a question. Yeah. How much movement does somatic take for spells? <laughs> that depends on the spell, but generally a fair amount. Damn. All right. Like, let me be clear. You have this much movement with your hands. Yeah, all right. Man, it would be great if you, like, just whistled and fucking Chesapeake broke from shit <laughs> to, like, bust through the door and save you. Just once again, another fucking interaction completely disrupted by the fact that you guys have a giant crab in your party. Yeah, yeah. no fucking thank you. So how do you guys handle this uh, situation? Any Anybody have opinions? Do, do we I, really need to tell them all as well what's going on right now? Yeah, I don't want to interrupt. I think this could wait till morning. <laughs> all right, so um, well, not, not to like metagame here for a second, but this is all of your room too. Like, yeah, that's about what I was. That's what I was about to say. Like, I'm gonna like bang on the door and be like, "Hey, you got 20 minutes. That's our room too." You hear her sort of squeal in uh, what is obviously intended to be sex noises. And she says, you hear her just sort of yell uh, in common, pleasedly, 10 minutes tops. <laughs> the entire time she is staring Nalos in the eyes with, like, eyes for daggers and also a dagger to your throat. And not like that stupid shit you see in movies where, like, the blade's at your throat, but, like, the point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, all right. It's like wedged in the corner of one of my gills, like real nerve wracking. Like, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's probably good enough for me. I'm gonna come back in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, do, the, do yeah. all three of you leave, or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to continue to be quiet. Like, I, I'd prefer not to die this way. <laughs> All right. So, uh, that'd be a primo character death, by the way. <laughs> okay. So, uh, she looks at you and removes the dagger from your, from your throat, but continues her finger on her lips. Like, be quiet. And she, without making a sound, walks across the floorboards and creaks the door open to check and see that your party has in fact left the hall. And when she does so, uh, she closes the door, puts the da puts the dagger in a sheath, and then uh, sort of walks up to you, standing next to you, but outside of arm's reach. Like if you managed to break one of your chains, you couldn't reach her. Mm -hmm. And she says very softly... Um, uh, clearly not intending to threaten or, or anything, but to be taken seriously. Mm -hmm. 
I'm very sorry with the deception and threat of murder. But I'm afraid I was a bit dishonest with you. I'm one of the many who serve the great prime advisor directly. And I have been tasked with separating one of you from the group. Mm. I have done this, and so I am to ask you a very important question. Do you intend to put the prince back on the throne, or do you intend to serve him to the prime advisor? Well, that's kind of why I came to you for advice on what we were supposed to be doing. She smiles and nods a little. She goes, I understand that. But what is your intention? We don't know yet. We're kind of making this up as we go along. She steps forward and draws the dagger again and like taps the side of the like the flat on her thigh a little and goes, I'm not asking for we. I'm asking for you. Chet knows that... So far. Good. Neat. Go ahead. That became just as confusing as it could have been. Yep. Um, <laughs> so far... I've spent more time with the prince than I've communicated with Chet. And even though he comes across as a really unpleasant person to talk to, he has told me that he just wants to do what's best for this kingdom. So right now, my goal is to help the prince. She shakes her head a little and says, well... Your decision unsettles me. But when your friends come back, they will find your shackles easy to remove. And I hope that your path before you reach the kingdom, uh, before you reach the manor, will shake you from your unfortunate position. And with that, she opens the window and steps out and... Like probably presumes presumably falls a, a story down. <coughs> ah. so, this is not how I intended this night to go. <laughs> ten minutes later, uh, your party sort of looks at their uh, proverbial watches and realizes that ten minutes are up. Going back up to the room. Yep, going back up. Gonna give the door a knock. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Nalos, you hear footsteps come down the hall and then knock on the door. Please help me. <laughs> uh, Please clap. <laughs> uh, unlock the door. Yeah. Open it up. It's not even locked. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, I, fud, I fiddle with the lock thinking that it's locked and wondering why there's no resistance <laughs> I roll my eyes and step forward and say this is why you're obviously not a raven good at stealing shit 
Mr. Irikoa. Yeah. <laughs> Savage and racist. <laughs> and also, you know racist. he can turn into oh. animals. Like, he could just be a raven if you fuck... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Alright, hey. so you guys walk into the room and see Nalo's chained to his bed. In a, in a notable state of most undress. I'm gonna be like, whoa, dude! Come on! Oh, don't worry, there's no salmon flopping around. <laughs> We share this room. So, funny story, guys. I was drugged. Record which really isn't all that funny. Um, turns out, Elf Girl was not actually a good person. Uh, like, it's weird. I kind of thought I could just trust people, and now I'm not so sure. <laughs> Did she steal your shit? That's a good question that I don't know the answer to yet. All right, because gonna, I've been stuck here. <laughs> I'm gonna go like undo the chains. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're firmly placed there, but you're able to finagle the chains off of the the posts pretty easily. Okay. All right. So I'm assuming I can get up now. Like. Yeah. Kind of, kind of rub at my wrists because you know chains suck. Yeah. Um gonna go ahead and like throw my my nice shirt back on because you know this is weird um all your assuming it's still there, there. It's okay all, all of your shit's still there she didn't stick good good um so so far tonight i learned not a lot that's helpful uh don't take drinks from strangers it's a it's a good lesson some hey. of you might have known this already i didn't um Other thing is, turns out Elf Girl uh, supports Chet and really hopes that we change our mind and don't help the prince anymore. Okay. Okay. Oh, and she threatened me with a knife. That's why I couldn't talk to you guys when you came up here ten minutes ago. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, how was your guys' evening? I, I earned five gold. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> Nalos is such an innocent cinnamon roll. <laughs> oh, hold on. She did, like, just kind of jump out that window over there. Um, so that, that might be useful information to somebody, but it's, like, it's dark outside. That's a long drop. There could be footprints, but that's that's not my area of expertise. Where's Pahokwi? Yeah. <laughs> Making a deer explode with his fist right now, probably. He went to go hunt some things, which mostly means, like, m murder other animals until he feels better. Ah, okay. That's okay. the worst micro. <laughs> <laughs> For what it's worth, I think I can interrupt here. <clears throat> it's a little more obvious if Pahokwi's <laughs> not in a room. Than if Necro's not in a room, but that's that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, last I saw, you were dancing on a table, like having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so uh, what's the plan now, guys? 
I, I don't know. Well, <laughs> the The plan now is you guys think about shit while we get like a cut to meanwhile. <laughs> in the forest somewhere near the outskirts of town. Uh, Necro, you've been keeping pace with Pohokwi, but probably have been a few steps behind him, or maybe you've been walking aside of him. Mm-hmm. Pohokwi, in the distance, you see a grazing deer unaware of your presence. You guys are within 100 feet of it. Cool. I'm going to make a... Um... You know what? Hold on a second. How... uh. How how big is this deer? Like, describe the deer to me. Okay, uh, it is a adult deer for sure. You can tell it doesn't. I mean, I know this is basic as fuck to be like white tail deer, uh, but it's the whenever you think of deer, you probably think of white tail. Um, yeah. So it's a adult white uh, white tail deer, and uh, it. So it is a a male. You can tell as it reach as it rears its head up. It has a. Eight, <coughs> Eight points upon its antlers. Okay. Uh, rather sizable uh, antlers at that. Not like, holy crap, once in a lifetime opportunity, but this guy has seen a few winters. And uh, and is is unaware of you as it sort of looks around, seems to overlook the two of you, and then goes back to grazing. Cool. I'm going to make a precision attack on it with a javelin. Okay. Uh, remember, if you're throwing at this distance, you need to make it a disadvantage. Well, I'm gonna sneak up a little more then. Okay. What's your What's the reach on javelins? Is it? It's like. Um. I want to say it's like twenty or or maybe thirty uh, slash something. Thirty to a hundred and twenty feet. Okay. So yeah, if you yeah you could throw at it from here, but you'd have to get within thirty feet of to of it to throw it without advantage. Or without disadvantage. Uh, okay. Um. I'm going to sneak yet. Yeah, I'm going to try sneaking a little closer. Okay, go ahead and give me a stealth. And Necro, if you're following, also give me a stealth. Uh, 18. Okay, and Necro, are you joining him? Yes, um, 14. Okay. Uh, so it its ears perk and it's. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> <laughs> its uh, head raises up and looks at directly directly at Pahokwi and mm-hmm. something is different its head is not its head anymore its head is a, a human skull with a gilded crown and looks alarmingly like Chet do fuck first off that's fucking creepy uh and uh, begins to walk towards you all directly, not threateningly, not running, just, just walking. I lower my spear and walk towards it. Uh, you notice that the nearby wilderness is beginning to be overtaken by a wall of creeping darkness that puts you all in a dome of darkness. <coughs> Pahokwi is bra- like just brazenly does not care. All right. Uh, at this point, after the dome closes, Chet, like, stands up as if he was pretending to be the deer himself. And, like, sort of, like, if, if you would, like, throw a cloak off, throws off the deer's uh, hide off of his shoulders. And is standing there in the sort of regal, fancy, but heavy robes that you've seen him in before. Uh, you get the impression that this might be the first time you are seeing 
actually him since you met him the first time. Okay. Uh, and with a smile that only a skeleton can make, uh, he says, uh, walking towards you all to get to a good verbal distance. So, what causes you to feel the need to recklessly murder the wildlife of my kingdom? Uh, I go and repeat your mom. I, That's all I say. Oh, ignore that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, considering that whatever that man was, the gilded captain of the guard or mayor of bullshit that insulted my people directly to my face back in that village. I thought it best to go hunting for animals and fresh meat and hide instead of hunting for elves. Uh, Chet kind of gives you this like, uh, like he puts his hands up a little and nods his head down a touch and goes, yes, yes, yes. I understand what you mean. No, he is... And at this point, he's within 30 feet of you, like 20, 25 feet away from you. And has sort yeah. of stopped walking forward. And he goes, no, no, no. That is one of the generals of the army of Felwind. A strong and brave man. But... There's a reason why he is a general and not a wizard. I presume that that was some manner of tactic to get you uh, unfurled and show to him where your allegiance lies. I do not pretend to know his tactics, but I can only assume if he brought your people into it, it was to get under your skin and let you be forward with him. Although I don't believe being forward has ever been a problem for you, Pahokwi. Well, consider your general a failure. However, I will say, fuck the prince. Tell me what to do. I want to end this damn charade. Chet nods. And says, very well then. I appreciate you sticking to the one that spoke to you first. And I respect that you would approach me so and have it be easy and straightforward. I will see to it that you are properly rewarded for what's happened. And so he sort of like swats his backhand towards you and a slight blunt force shatters the necklace around your neck. But it was oh, already shattered. Wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Prince Felwyn uh, destroyed it. Oh. And fixed it back in uh, Domer Dukaz. That's right, that's right. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot that you were cured already of your curse. Yeah. Because that was what he was doing just there. So... Uh, one moment. Checking my notes. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, so instead of that uh, thing I just said that he did he instead like sort of rolls his shoulders and uh, says remember what our contract said I do 
consider it done and your attempt to void it in the past mitigated as well as the cost for you. You have paid me in a way in which I could not have foreseen you doing so, but in a manner far more fitting, I think. Well, thank you for being so straightforward here and settling this. Well, you are all walking through my kingdom at this point. I had hoped that your moral back and forth would have, well, landed on one shore or another. But I see that there is still much unsurety amongst you. So if I can settle it myself directly, well, it seems only appropriate for me to do so. Ooh, speaking on that, we have a visitor. And it's at that moment that a small half-elf or high-elf woman that you recognize as staff from the tavern uh, walks... Um, Go ahead. You, that I recognize you cut out just for that part there. Oh, the the high-elf woman that worked at the bar. Oh, okay. Uh, for those being meta at home, the woman that poisoned Nalos. Uh, she walks through the black wall uh, or of, of shadow and takes a knee before Chet and says, looks to you all and says, Prime Advisor, the Triton amongst them is unsure. I do not know where he will go next, but he thinks that the prince is the right move. Uh, to which Chet looks to Pahokwi and raises a non-existent eyebrow. Considering I haven't had the chance to speak with the rest of my party yet, I'm sure that he is confused. In this time, can Necro throw my central raven up out of this darkness bulb that we're in just to have like some sight and like vision and hearing outside of it? Sure. So you begin to do so, uh, and your raven uh, sort of like hits the wall and uh, can't make it through, but then uh, a hole opens up and lets the sentinel raven fly through. Weird. So you're like, so with him. Good. I was saying, uh, so I can have, uh, I can telepathically connect with him. I can see what he hears within, I think it's 30 feet of me, or 100 feet of me. Yeah. So I went with him at least like 50 feet outside of the bulb. All right, so he's just being your eyes and ears outside of the bulb. Yeah, because I wanted to do that before uh, the elf woman came in, but uh, it didn't work out. But now, if anyone else comes in, we'll know about it. Yeah, you'll know beforehand. Right. Uh, all right, that's all I wanted to do. Okay. Good call, um, though. But... Good usage of the Sentinel Raven. Yeah. Okay. I look uh, back at Chet, though, and I go, but at this point, I'll talk to them and try to write our paths as one. Chet nods and sort of strokes his bony chin with a with a finger and then uh takes a, a few sort of dramatic steps forward it seems to be more for postulation than anything else uh and says so what i would have you do is carry on as you have been bring the prince okay. to me and when the prince finds himself i'm sure he will challenge me directly at which point I will set you all upon him, but I will focus my magic on making him, well, less volatile than I believe his noble heritage gives him the right to be, and I will also focus on prohibiting him from escaping. This will take some notable concentration from me, 
So you will have to finish the job yourselves. I believe I can trust you on this, yes? To be honest, I had the exact same plan the entire time here if we turned on him. So great minds are thinking alike here. I couldn't have said it better myself. With that, I believe I have some preparations that I need to make. Please, if you find yourself unable to convince your crew of your and I's path, do me a favor and at least let me know before you knock on my door. If uh, I have to let you know beforehand, I will go hunting again. Very well. Not my favorite. Necro stars. Good. Necros just starts whistling to like interrupt the conversation just to let them know that he's here and listening. And it's uh, vaguely similar to the John Cena theme song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Chet's... Necro is a little bird, but he has a big personality. Right. So Chet noticing Necro and noticing those weights around your ankles, he uh, sort of points his interest directly at you and says... So I will spare your good yak folk one of his companions to talk to. What say you? Uh, I kind of like brush my ankles and like kind of like go down to them, like rub them a little bit and look at him like, what are you going to do for me? He rolls his non-existent eyes and snaps his bony fingers and the pressure from that is gone. I give him, I, I look down at my ankles, I feel them, I have a sigh of relief, I look at Bahogui, give him a nod, then go to check. I nod back. Got go it. ahead. Uh, and then I get, and I look at Chet and I give him a nod. Chet sort of wrings his hands together gently once and goes, well, easy done, easy will be. Very then, I will see you all soon. And with that, he sort of turns into the shadows uh, and disappears along with the high elf woman. The dome of shadows disappear. And you are all still standing in the middle of a glade. I look at Necro and uh, I sigh heavily. I'm very relieved to have that over with and glad to know we're on a path finally. But man, I, look- I really wanted that trophy buck. <laughs> I look at Pahokwi and I go, my man. So, Necro, for your benefit, what the curse that was on you would have done is yeah. you would have not have been able to fly under any circumstance. And if for some reason, <laughs> if for some reason you did get to fly, like if something, if you, were, if you were being carried or something, you, uh-huh. would, you would immediately fall asleep until you were back on the ground. Oh, my God. I'm so glad. I avoided that. You weren't wrong with like, like dude, I had something so good for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm still oh my god. Yes, you are. Tricon hashtag best DM. Oh please. <clears throat> just just, Girl. just we'll a, fix it. I am just a man. Girl. Um so with that I uh pat Necker on the shoulder and say, Let's get back to town, bud. And that I will call my Sentinel Raven back to me onto my shoulder, and then give a nod to Pahokwe, and we walk back to town together. Alright. So, not too much time has passed throughout all of that, but the but uh, the rest, let's go back to the rest of the party who are trying to figure out how to resolve the current situation of 
Well, Nalos, f fuck. Huh. <clears throat> um. Well, I guess, are we still planning to stay here? Or are, are we leaving this, this inn? Should we go find Pahokwi? See if he's, like, settled down? I feel like this inn is probably not the safest. I don't know. I can't imagine you would want to sleep in that bed tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we didn't pay for it. The prince did. So that's that's a plus. It's not our yeah. money. Prince is going to pay for that tour, too. Put <laughs> the prince. So, I mean... Uh, I'm okay roughing it for the night. You can go find Pahokwi. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Let's, uh, let's go outside, see if we can find Pahokwi. I'm, I'm sure he should be pretty easy to, to spot. Yeah. Alright, so you all make yourselves out of the tavern and sort of head towards where you maybe saw him leave and uh, are greeted by Pahokwi and Necro walking back into the town's outskirts as you all begin to reach the end of them. And the party for the first time for over an hour of gameplay is in the same place again. <laughs> My God. Are you relieved to not be jumping back and forth? It's nice to not have to be like, all right, half of you guys shut up for 30 minutes. <laughs> I, I don't mind splitting up the party because you get really fun, interesting role play opportunities, but it can be awfully jarring to, to experience. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Okay. Um, I agree the rest of the party coming to meet us um, with a wave. I probably also look notably less on the verge of barbarian ragey. Yeah. I walk up and get double waves. And Necro. I'm so glad that both of you are okay. <laughs> did you guys know that you shouldn't drink things from strangers? <laughs> oh, did you just find that out? I just say yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A, is a valuable lesson. You know, people put things in drinks sometimes, Nalus. But that's so mean. You're right. <laughs> Biting commentary at the real world. <laughs> did uh, did something happen to you tonight? Yeah, I was poisoned and woke up chained to a bed with a knife to my gills. And oh, who was the lucky lady? Uh, that. Little like elf girl that spoke to us when we first got to the inn. Funny enough, we just talked to her. Oh. And Chet. Oh. Yeah. I think we should get outside of town and have a little conversation. Yeah. Yeah, the inn's kind of a bad place. I agree. Well, I also broke that door there and don't really want <laughs> to pay for it. So. <laughs> Let's let that be the prince's issue. Okay. Can can we go back and get Chesapeake, though, from the stables that are next to the inn? We couldn't just leave Chesapeake. <laughs> but fuck the prince. Uh, so, one sec. Um, can we go ahead and take, like, a fiver? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Alright, so we'll be back in a few minutes. Right, so, back from a break. Ready to finish off tonight's session. So, you all get Chesapeake from the stables. 
and uh, leave town. Cool. Um, once we're far enough away, I look at... Uh... Okay, I was there for this. Crack, you're the one with the silence spell, right? Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, it... what, what's your intention with it? Um, I was going to ask if you could, like, make it so we can talk, but nothing outside of the circle around us could hear us? Is that, like, a thing that can be done? Yeah, the silent spell that he can do. Not really. No, that's okay. not that's... how that spell works. Okay, then we're then I'm not going to ask you to do that, then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, once we're, like, a nice distance away from the town, I look at the party and go, we should side with Chet. Bold move, Cotton. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, what's uh, what's made you so certain, friend? So, um, after dealing with all of the bullshit elven politics and misinformation this entire time, I've finally gotten the chance to have a face-to-face -face with the man himself while I was hunting. Uh, Necro can confirm. Um, and I think after having spoken to him, we should side with him and that this prince is not good news and is not the heroic tale that we're after. Mm. And I know that you told him that we would tell him to his face if we were going to double cross him, but I'm asking... If we do this, Chet has agreed that he's going to honor everything. We're going to get there, and he's going to make the prince not so volatile and a threat to the point where we can help. And all we're all I'm asking is that you tell him in the throne room when we're there to his face before anything happens. I, Nicker can confirm this. I guess I can do that. I know it's hard, but after dealing with the prince for this long, I'm asking you as my as my traveling companions and friends to trust me in my view of the man after having had an actual conversation with him and gotten a feel for him. Is there any of us that are still going about our quest from Chet? Mine is not voided, but I haven't been like actively seeking to fulfill it. Have you felt that you haven't been able to do so? Um Yeah, the requests were like morally questionable and that made me uncomfortable plus uh, I was just a little suspicious. Um, so. Right, I feel you. That's essentially kind of how I felt, and that's why I null and void mine. Yeah. So I I agree with Pahokwe. Hearing Chet out and being there in the conversation, regardless how I feel about Prince uh, Fell Ass. 
I think we should trust Chet. New name, Prince Fellass. Going with it. Fellass. You all uh, missed out on some pretty good uh, good stuff with the rewards for those uh, contracts. I, mean, I can only assume that you asked for some pretty good stuff. Because I got some pretty good stuff. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey man, I'm going to get some pretty good stuff for this. You don't even know. Yeah. Um. Do you, Pokey? Should you bestow that to everybody? What he offered you, or not to call you out? Are you going to? Are you asking me to tell them what my wish was, or are you asking me to tell them? Because I said that he was going to honor his bargains with everybody, or just you. I mean, it sounded like he was going to like honor his stuff. Everybody. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just tell him that you that he would honor everyone. Yeah. Um, so the plan is we're still going to escort the prince and go about as everything we have been. We just have to get him to the throne room. Mm. All right. All right, everyone make perception checks. Neat. Um, not 20. <laughs> Me too! <laughs> I got a 9. 14. 16. Uh, it was 11. Alright, so I think the... What was the second lowest? I know the lowest was an 11, right? Uh, no, I got a 9. So that was the lowest. Okay. So, outside of you two... I think everyone else was like 14 and higher, right? Yeah. All right, everyone except for the druid and the bard hear a couple of twigs snap and chain links cling and metal plates clank uh, as you're immediately aware that you are surrounded by easily 30 to 35 high elf army members uh, or military uh, members. Most of them with long bows but about 10 of them have shield and sword uh, mm. all military issue all of them in armor all of them armed and trained with their weapons towards the party and making his appearance however he wishes is hey it's me great um, yeah Hey, does this elf have a name, Dracon? Uh, he does, but I told you that you get to ha make it up however you want. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's gonna be... Frizza. Use the Wu-Tang Generator. <laughs> the Wu-Tang Generator? It sounds like a magic machine that generates right. it, like, it is. human that's force through rap. That's how, that's how Donald Glover got his rap name. Yep. Randomelfgenerator.com says his name is Sapistrick. Okay. That's a good name. Alright, so Sapistrick, who you don't all know by name, but, you know, the narrator says so, uh, steps out from the woods. I... And, um, I immediately turn to you. Uh -huh. 
but continue with your intro. He, <laughs> he gives he, he he slips a smile on his face, <clears throat> just like a little smirk when he sees you, and says, "I, so sorry for the intrusion, gen- ladies and gentlemen, uh, but you were leaving so quickly. I thought we might have a few words with you before you had gotten too far." Good. You're exactly the man I want to see right now. And I walk up to you without any care about the uh, armed people around me. Oh, um, Bingo. for for what it's worth for you, uh, yeah, Thatch. Yeah, uh, your you uh, your military cohort is ready to attack at your mildest of gestures. These are these um, are these are trained professionals. So just if you yeah. feel threatened enough to have a fight, you are you can start it at the flick of a wrist. We are outgunned. <laughs> That's fine. Pahokui doesn't care right now. Um, I will fight every chicken in this inn. Uh, and I point at you, Thatch, and go, you and I need to have words. I believe we do, but possibly not for the reason that you think. Hmm. Unless you've suddenly decided to love your prince... We need to have words. No. Funny you should mention him, though. You see, he's disappeared. My men raided his in-room before you left. Actually, I guess after you <sighs> left. And he wasn't there. You are unfortunately the last people to have seen him alive. You said that you raided our in-room after we left to find him? You know he's staying in a different place, right? No, I believe I said his in-room. Well, considering that I was out hunting and speaking with your prime advisor, it wasn't me. You were speaking with my prime advisor in (laughs) the woods? Same. Yep. Huh. That's your alibi. Give him a call. I was there. Uh, Give him a call. Yeah. The fuck? I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding with that. All right. Are you going to call? Shit. I'll wait. That that was the joke. I was going to be like, give him a call. I'll wait. Yeah, but like, what's, what's give him a call? What does that mean? What's the colloquialism in that? Pick up Necro your phone and call. Yeah, Necro makes a noise like <laughs> That was an out what of. What the fuck is a phone? What is a phone? What is a phone? We got, tra- we got that trains was... that like operate on lightning, man. That was an out of character joke. Uh, but you didn't deliver it like the shit Necro does, so it doesn't. It, it, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because you interrupted and said something before I finished the rest. I am sorry. I said, give him a call, and you said, give him a call! <laughs> Ghostbusters! <laughs> Jesus. Let a man finish the sentence. <laughs> Back to the campaign. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. That would be my alibi, and I'll stick to it. Well, setting that aside, and the rest of you... I suppose you'll all deny knowing where the king, the king, the prince, has left to. He never told us where he went. 
Yeah. He doesn't tell us much. I make it a point to ignore him when he talks. He weren't. He wasn't staying where we were staying. Some fine companions you are. <laughs> Fuck you, elf. <laughs> you all are terrible at making friends. Well, until I can be sure that you aren't leaving to fulfill some sort of strange plot on his part, I may have to place you under arrest unless you can convince me otherwise. We'll drag you back to... I keep forgetting the name of the city. Can anybody help me out? Uh, Elf Town. You didn't give us a name for this town. Uh, yeah, I don't think that this town had, had received a name yet. We're just in the kingdom of Felwind, as far as we know. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Closest town. <coughs> I'll have to drag you back to the prison, interrogate you for days. Well, considering Chet sure was timely in appearing as a deer with a face, this would be a perfect time for him <laughs> to show up right now. Sounds like a date. Brief. I have a question. With my nat 20 perception roll, do I see the girl who had drugged me? Like, is she among them right now? No. Damn. <laughs> well, there goes that idea. Um, Sapaistrek sort of looks uncertain for a moment and looks around at the woods and then looks back and goes, a deer with a man face? Really? Well, yes, I was out hunting after our little talk and that's how your wizard king and that's what I'm going to call him right now uh, decided to appear as did you know he has eight arms six arms he has more than two hmm. <laughs> uh, I believe we call those tentacles Nalos no I know right. tentacles when I see him <laughs> These were clearly arms. He's got you there. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, finding the prince is just as important to our plan with Chet as it is to you right now. So if we can help find him, we will. I see. He looks for a moment as if he's trying to figure out how aiding him in his search for the prince could be some kind of plot and then decides that you're probably telling the truth. Well, if you would care to accompany me back to the town, we can start from his rooms. Or you can simply try to find him and bring him to me, whichever you prefer. Well, before... I think you and I should have a talk on the way back to his rooms. If he you didn't like. even know where he was staying. Well, he was staying with a local noble. Yeah. Wow. And I believe uh, Dracon specifically said Thatch's character knew where they were, so... Yep. And could go in at any point. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so... I will happily follow your lead on this one.
Well, okay. turn so your crab around. And we shall return. Um, so, uh, as we begin walking, um, I want to lean in and basically regale you with the plan that Chet told me and why it's important that he doesn't arrest the prince and lets the prince come with us for the fu- for the short term future. Yeah. Were you here for the plan? I was. Well, actually, no. Uh, give it okay. to me as give it give it to me in character. Right. If you can. Um. So, whether you believe that I spoke to your prime advisor or not, I don't care. I'm going to tell you what we talked about so that you know why it's important that you let our plan continue. So you do have a plan. Yes, and it's not against your kingdom, and it's not against your prime advisor. Chet's plan and my plan is to escort the prince to the throne room where we will trap him, and we will end this charade. But it requires us to get the prince to the throne room. So my guess is that he's on his way there now. Hmm. Trying to find some way to get to the capital. Which, for your awareness, uh, Thatch, is only a few days travel. I see. That would make sense. It is the prince's desire to probably assassinate Chet. Yes. Kind of gathered that from the way that he kept saying that he was going to do such a thing and take his throne back. That would have been relevant information the first time we spoke. Yes, well, what didn't help was insulting my entire people. Maybe we could have had a better conversation if you watched your tongue. If you're looking for an apology... I'm not. Hmm. I'm looking to get this over with. But at least there we agree. All right. Uh, common ground. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> I heart you, Thatch. Uh, I heart you, too. I'm, I'm thinking about his response to that. Sorry. Uh, If it is as you say, and I am to believe you, that Chet appeared in the forest as a deer, spoke to you personally, and came up with a subterfugal plot, then I suppose it would be best to allow you to continue working with the prince. I don't know that I entrust you entirely, so you may be followed as you were out of town. If I'm followed... I can't see anybody. Good. Good. All right. I shall allow you and your friends to roam free, so long as you are trying to find the prince and bring him to the throne room. It may be crucial that you're there with him at the time that he tries to assassinate Chet. 
though I may not be far behind. It is a deal, or plan, or whatever. I give you a satisfactory grunt. <laughs> he touches his temple meaningfully. <laughs> I see. Now we're all friends. And with that, him and his men will disappear into the woods. Okay. <clears throat> so, what does the party do now? We should probably find the prince. And how would we go about that? Him find us. And just go back to the inn and sleep, and he'll show up in the morning, as he does. That's reasonable. He does tend to show up. Alright, so you guys head back to town? Yeah. I, I guess we'll see if he shows up in the morning. Okay. If he doesn't show up, we should probably start on our way to the capital. I'm sure we'll find him on the way. So you guys make your way to the town and are stopped as you enter the town by a uh, familiar face. It looks like the person that robbed Leonora of a gold and then whispered something ominous to her, the gambler. Uh, He walks up to Leonora and before anyone recognizes he's even there, he's standing next to her. And whispers t- to her in Elven, <clears throat> The prince needs you. Follow me. Um, I'm going to look around and kind of like try to make eye contact with my party and make the, um, the, the hand signal that we had agreed on before. Um, and then kind of like tilt my head the direction that I'm going. And uh, would like to uh, not move silently. Um, I'll kind of like stealth, stealth away with a. God damn it! Thank you, by the way, for that thatch. All right, so you all follow the gambler. Nara? Cut out there, friend. <clears throat> Nara, so you, you follow the gambler and have your party follow you as well? Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you all follow Nara and the gambler down a weird dark pathway? Yeah, yeah. may as well. Yep. Sure. Yep. Okay, so you guys follow him a short distance to the backside of what turns out to be the stable. And there, uh, just as it's beginning to become properly dark at this point in the evening, you see uh, Prince Felwind standing before a new carriage with fresh rams. And he points his thumb into the carriage and goes, Come now, we must leave tonight. Do you have your things with you? Yeah. I, uh, okay. I grunt and, uh, get into the carriage. Yep. All right, as you all sort of... Get pi- in, get on in. All right, as you all... Pi- yeah, I get in the carriage as well. 
he uh, he joins you, and the door closes magically behind him. And uh, this carriage is much taller and wider. You guys can actually stand at full height in it, except for probably Pahokui. Um, and uh, he sort of, as you can hear the rams begin to turn the carriage around, and he goes, I figured to tra- travel by night would be most appropriate. We will take the old fool by surprise within merely a day. I have set up an ambush for... I have many, many friends still within the kingdom, and all of them wish to see Chet dethroned. They will stage a little military distraction so that it'll be simply I and you all against Chet in the throne room. Everything will go as planned. He will fall to my magic, and you all will receive your pittances. Hmm. I like when a plan comes together. Dope. Well, lead the way. Of course. Uh, and with that, you can hear the rams begin to hit full speed as you all look out the windows at all and see that you're heading out a dark path. This is not lit. This is... I mean, it's hard to see more than 25 feet ahead of the carriage from the torchlight. And uh, with you all sort of... I assume Chesapeake's in tow, or are you riding Chesapeake? Uh, I will ride Chesapeake. And Chesapeake was heartily fed, by the way. Yeah. And uh, okay. so you all tear into the night. Um, does anyone try and uh, sleep? I mean, other than Nalos probably doesn't get to. Yeah, I'll try to sleep. Yeah, Necro will rest as well. Okay. Um, I'm going to stay awake for a little bit, and if somebody wakes up, uh, I'll uh, take that chance to sleep, okay. but I'm not going to let everybody fall asleep at once with the prince. Yeah. So before we call it for the night, um, Leonora, you are not able to find sleep. Uh, nightmares rack your brain with visions of people from your tribe suffering at the hands of what ailed them. Uh, and with a start, you see one of your former friends fall silent and succumb to the effects. And you cannot find sleep. And because of that, without being able to sleep throughout the night, you will suffer one stage of exhaustion. Okay. Woo, exhaustion pals! Yeah. All right. So with that, we will uh, catch up with the party next week as they head towards the capital of the kingdom of Felwind, Chet's Manor, and bring, hopefully, theoretically, a conclusion to this first act of this campaign. Yeah. And uh, I kind of envision the moment after, after this conclusion. Have any of you all played the first Final Fantasy game? The what? First, what? The first Final Fantasy game? No. 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 I only know Final Fantasy Seven. That's fine. It has a great moment in it where you, after you do the first <laughs> leg of the adventure, you feel like, oh man, that was super long and arduous, and then you get like the intro credits, and you're like, oh, oh, this is going to be a much bigger story. <laughs> and with that, uh... and with that, we will end it for this week. Thank you for joining us. I hope you all enjoyed Dungeons and Dragons. 
I have been, as always, your Dungeon Master, Kenny. Uh, in outro shout-outs to... Um, uh, shit, I forgot the name of our outro plug. So, we'll plug it next week instead. Uh, hold on. Is it is it Roll Initiative? Yeah, Roll Initiative. Thank you. Another D&D podcast that I wanted to plug because they're some local dudes that I know and I wanted to give them shoutouts. Uh, check them out. Roll Initiative. You can find them on Facebook and just Google them. You'll probably find them. Anyway, thank you for joining us. I've been your Dungeon Master. We have our Barbarian. Hey, it's Pahokwi giving you a heroic sign-out. <laughs> our druid hey this is correct see you next time our warlock it's your boy see you next week our rogue bye guys see you next week hopefully I'll remember to actually our bard it's been fun see you next week our fighter Zanalos signing out guys don't talk to strangers <laughs> And our guest, uh, our role player slash high elf warlord. I don't know what his title is. Sorry, I didn't think that through. Uh, it's fine. Uh, it's me, Austin. Have a good night. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.